Episode 57 is with recent Chewingan Cataracts first round draft pick and Bedford, Nova Scotia native Cole Chandler. How's it going, everyone? My name is Lucas Halton here from the Hockey Authority Podcast. Today, I'm proud to be joined by the newest Shawinigan Cataract draft pick, Cole Chandler. Cole, thank you for joining me today. Uh, no worries. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on and just getting into things. Walk me through your QMJ child draft experience. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's an experience you only get once in a lifetime. I mean, everybody kind of looks at it and... Uh, you want to be a part of it. So I dro- drove up Thursday and, uh, you know, got there Friday morning. It was pretty cool. The teams are all in the hotel and, uh, you know, it's just, it kind of goes by really fast. You get at the draft, you see all your buddies getting drafted and, uh, then you hear your name. It's just unbelievable. You walk down the, they had a red carpet set up. So it was pretty cool. So, yeah. Knowing that you're joining such a great organization within Shawingan, um, how special is that? Yeah, I mean, Shawinigan, I talked to uh, the night before the draft, and I had a really good feeling about Shawinigan. Um, I mean, they they just held their arms open and uh, really nice to me, and um, I'm in good hands there, so I'm pretty excited. Seeing some high-end products develop in Shawinigan with Jordan Turngi and in the past, like uh, Maverick Bork and guys like that, how special is it to kind of see the products that they developed on the ice? Yeah, I mean, that's really cool just, uh, you know, playing with those guys next year and uh, just having the opportunity to skate with those guys, see them in August and uh, see where I fit in. It's pretty cool with, uh, you know, how they develop players. It's just amazing how, uh, how well, how many good players came out of that organization. I mean, you made it to quite a point in your life right now that's pretty special. Who's someone that you don't think you would have made these accomplishments without? Yeah, um, I think it's, you know, there's a lot of people I can thank for, uh, you know, where I am now. But I can't go to just one person. I just got to go to my whole entire family with this answer. So, no, I wouldn't be anywhere without them. And, uh, you know, the sacrifices they've made for me is just really awesome. Yeah, and it's pretty special um, growing up, like as a younger kid, was your goal always to make it to the QMJHL than to have it kind of come to realization the last couple of years? What has that been like? Yeah, so I grew up, grew up watching the Mooseheads in my hometown, so I was a pretty diehard fan for the Mooseheads. And, uh, you know, closing in, getting closer to the draft, it was just so surreal, you know, knowing that my name could be called in the draft and I could be playing there next year. So, yeah, I think the goal has always been just playing the major junior league. Yeah, for sure. You've been kind of getting a taste of the next level, especially at the Canada Games um, this past winter. What was that experience like? Yeah, the Canada Games was something that, uh, you know, nobody else gets to experience. It's uh, once in every four years you get to go up and play. So I was pretty honored to play on the kind of games team for team Nova Scotia but uh yeah the experience up there was just unbelievable the hospitality they held for us and the meals and you know just around the rink the, the people there staff helping us out it was unbelievable kind of having like a junior setup 
with the Canada Games, what was it like kind of getting a preview of what the next level would be like? Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely different than playing in midget. Um, you know, I played for a good organization in midget, but when I went up to the Canada Games, it was just unbelievable. The uh, Like I said, the hospitality there. And, you know, when you hear that's how it's going to be like in midget, it's kind of like the cute at the QMJHL Cup and all that, how they treat us there is unbelievable. So, you know, it's pretty, pretty awesome to be treated like that. Now with the Canada Games, um, it seemed like you guys have quite a blast. Do you have a funny story that came out of that experience? You know, I, I can't think of one right now. Uh, well, after we played Newfoundland in the and the game that we were crossovers there, you know, there's pretty big rivalry between us and New Brunswick and PEI. So we were all, we, nobody really talked after that. And then after the tournament was over for all of us, we all hung out like teams, both our teams and PEI, we all were hanging out in the room. It was pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Now with that, seeing the Atlantic Canada products, I'm just absorbing that moment. What was it like just seeing your age group and how it's evolved across a game of hockey within Atlantic Canada? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we have a pretty good age group here for 07s. I think we have a really strong age group, especially with the QMJHL draft and you know, guys that are going NCAA. But, uh, you know, meeting those guys and talking to them in person, you know, you, you never really get to a chance to meet those guys. You're just playing against them on the ice. So, you know, it's pretty cool meeting all those new guys. So going back to your crossover game versus Newfoundland, I mean, obviously um, a great win for you guys. But I'm just thinking of the moment you scored a goal, then you pointed towards the camera, but then right after you fell over, what was going through your mindset then? Yeah, I don't even, I don't know. We don't, we can't talk about that one. Uh, you know, a lot of excitement in that game. And, um, you know, I think it was just the board, you know, the glass is too heavy for me, so couldn't take me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Moving along. Um, looking at your play style and looking up at the NHL, obviously there's not too many NHL players that fall over during the celebrations, but what's a NHL player that you try and uh, model your game after? Um, you know, somebody like Drake Batherson, um, he's a big guy, big body, big frame, and uh, he can put the puck in the net. He's also a guy who just, you know, makes, makes any, everybody around him better. So, Looking at a guy like him, I like to try and model my game around him. And, um, yeah. Obviously, in your journey and your attempted goal to make it to the NHL, you're going to be with Shawingan. And the Shawingan fans are probably wondering, what about you is there that they probably don't know? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a guy who likes to get involved with the community work and uh, – no, not even just inside the rink, but outside the rink. I, uh, I like to meet new people and help people who uh, may be less fortunate than me. So just that, really. Yeah, it must be those Nova Scotia boys, the man of the people. I mean, yeah. they see Lane Sim at the Canada Games giving away some stick. Um, on more serious note, is that kind of some things within your Canada Games team that they've kind of focused on just giving back? No, no. Not even. We didn't really talk about it, but, uh, you know, everybody on the Candy Games team is just an unbelievable person. Like, not only just a great hockey player, but just mm -hmm. a great person inside. So it was really easy playing with those guys, and we all kind of gelled in as one, so it's pretty awesome. 
Now with your game pre and post game routines, some players have some really weird things they do. Would you say you do or what's that like? Uh, I wouldn't say mine's weird. It's just kind of casual. You know, so I'll run you through before the game. I normally, you know, I like showing up to the rink an hour and a half, two hours before. Uh, this year we were only allowed in like an hour and a half before. The, it was weird. But uh, yeah, then so I'll get up. I don't like to get up too late, but I'll get up at a reasonable time. Um, you know, I'll go downstairs, I'll eat some breakfast, I'll uh, shoot some pucks, then I'll uh, have a have a cold shower, and then I'll go eat some pasta with butter before. That's it. And I'll be on my way. Yeah, for sure. Now, that being said, with yourself, and if you had give advice to a kid who walks up and say, Cole, I want to be a QMJHL draft pick like you in a few years. What advice can you give me? What would your response be? Yeah, so you just kind of got to take it day by day. You can't look at it as, uh, you know, two years from now, I need to get drafted to the QMJHL. Because if I said to myself that I got drafted to the QMJHL two years ago, I, I'd be pretty surprised. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's pretty uh, surreal. But, um, you know, I just took it day by day and didn't really worry about it till it happened. And then, when it came, it came. So yeah, just, you know, taking it day by day and working your, uh, work, working on it every day. What's the biggest adjustment going to be moving in to the next level? Yeah, I think just from what I've heard from guys and what I've, you know, watched in the Kim JHL, just the size difference and the age difference. I mean, you're, you're going from playing against guys your own age and guys maybe one or two years older than you, you're playing against grown men. So it's uh, I think that's going to be the main adjustment. And, uh, yeah. This offseason, what are you working on specifically to make that hurdle that much easier? Yeah, I, I know I'm, I have a big, um, pretty tall, right? So I just got to, you know, build on my frame and you know, get, get a little bit stronger, get a little bit bigger, and, uh, yeah stuff like that for sure looking at your tape job you have a pretty interesting tape job would you like to explain that yeah so you know in the season I was uh had a little downfall when I think it was two games without uh, getting on the score sheet uh the only thing I was getting some penalties that's it but you know I wasn't really happy with it so I I went to my buddy Evan Rose and uh I gave him my stick and I gave him a I was using black tape so I gave him tape or white tape and I was just like just give me something you've never seen before and I went up to the thing I stretched out and I came back he put like three lines on my stick and I I scored a hat trick that game so I just kept it and I mean it's been doing me well so far but I'm gonna I might have to switch it up going into the training camp in August (laughs) for sure well if something that's working why would you break it yeah exactly now, I like a little segment to do on the show, which is this or that, where I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Just name two objects or two things, and you pick one. Pretty simple, right? Yeah. White or black tape? I'll go white. Spotify or Apple Music? Apple Music. Burgers or hot dogs? You got to go burgers with that one pretty obvious answer for sure bio steel or gatorade gatorade bauer or ccm uh you know 
it kind of depends on what we're talking about here. If we're talking about sticks, you got to go CCM. If you're talking about skates, you got to go Bauer. For sure. I agree on that one. PlayStation or Xbox? Xbox, you know. You might want to rethink that one. Um, Nike or Adidas? Nike. Summer or winter? I'll go winter. Yeah, for sure, Rokol. Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it. It was a pleasure. Yeah, thank you for having me. Just like that, we're done on another episode. There's lots of content coming out this week, so stay tuned. Thank you.